views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Welcome to Transformation Talk Radio. Uh, And welcome to our our radio family. Uh, Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. You know, as I said before, uh, this is our 15th year and we've got a lot planned for all of you. One of the things that I think is important for many of us is Looking at our our lives, the energy of it, the pathways, you know, the things that we do, how we do them, how we are with each other. And every once in a while, a story will come along that really points to what the energy is that's out there in the world right now that would have people do very bizarre, strange and disrespectful things today. Joining me is Savitri, and today we're going to talk about respect, humility, and love. And have we lost this in modern yoga? But why do we want to talk about that? Is there something specific that we can point to? You bet. Now, many of you know Savitri because she did a show with us. She and Adil did a fabulous, fabulous show with us, but Today, it is looking at who she is, the founder of Heartful Meditations, the lifestyle co-founder of Alive and Shine Center, Alive and Shine Center uh, Perna Yoga College, all of the above. And today, coming here with over 25 plus years, decades of experience in the world, whether you know her as somebody that is so masterfully dedicated to prayer for others, prayer for truth, or understanding the elements and events in one's life to the point where you could see that inside of every person, regardless of what shows up on the outside, is a wonderful, wonderful heart. Sometimes these hearts are wounded. Sometimes they come to the surface in ways we don't expect them to. But the only response that we want to have is one of self-empowerment and love. Today, we're going to take you on a journey, a story that you would think, especially here in the Pacific Northwest a little bit, I just want to say, you know, we don't expect things to happen between people in a more or less aggressive, non-respectful way. But what you're about to hear, and those of you that are watching on Facebook, what you're about to hear from Savitri is not only a surprise 
to us here on the show and as an audience, all of you, but is really a baseline for an energy that maybe we see in the world that we can all contribute to change. Savitri, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Thank you, Pat. It's just amazing, Dr. Pat, for it to be back. <laughs> it is amazing to have you. Um, listen, I think part of, of, of our journey is that, you know, we have certain expectations, especially around the community and the friends and the company we keep, let's say. Um, you know, I, I know that, you know, I put my energy around people that are bringing forth that same kind of energy, but not always. I go and I work with the homeless. I go and I work with people that uh, have been in correction facilities. You know, this is my life's path to do that. But the one thing that always shocks me is what happens when people get afraid of something and they act totally bizarre. Mm -hmm. And I want to ask you, congratulations, Adil, you know, on the award that you won. You were recently treated in a way that we would never even imagine, never imagine. And I wanted to ask you, being here today, we're here for another kind of movement. We're hearing about the Me Too movement. We're hearing about Time's Up. I'm going to tell you, Me Too, Time's Up, all of the above to stop the bullying and the abuse. And we can't go silently in the night anymore. So thank you for coming here. I got to ask you, what happened? Well, my husband, Adil, who's been doing yoga since he was seven, and actually was born into a yoga family in India. And uh, he came to the West to teach yoga and to share yoga because we got married and I wanted to live in America. And um, he, was, he came to the Northwest over 30 years ago and shared his, his expertise to a lot of the teachers in the Northwest. And he won this award which was such an honor. I was so thankful that he was finally being really recognized from people's hearts for what he had brought to them. He had, in essence, yoga is a path to self-healing. It's a path to your own self-love, to your own self-respect, to your own light. And from that, then you shine respect to others. You shine love to others. You shine the healing so that others can join you and unite with you, and then we all be in that state of what we call oneness. And so I was, my husband was unwell. He had just taught a long training and had a, a lung infection, and he was scheduled to teach through the weekend at this Northwest Yoga Conference. And so he requested that I take his place, and because he, he really wanted to be there, but as I said, he was saving his voice for the weekend. And so I, I was told two hours before the event, because he really tried so hard to just try to get, get up and go, and then he realized he really needed to, to not go because of his health. And so just two hours before the event, I was told by my husband, could you please go on my behalf? You have 10 minutes to speak. Please speak what is needed to be spoken, and please express my gratitude. And so I, I live in a state of prayer. That is, that is what I do. I live in a state of meditation and prayer. For over 20 hours a day, I pray for my students, for the world, 
I bring different energies and love and light down to the planet, something I've been doing for over 25 years. And so being in the state of prayer and inwardness, um, I went there praying, thy will be done. Uh, I just kept on praying, divine, please speak through me, please say what needs to be said, and feeling immense gratitude for being part of a yoga conference and gratitude for the students that had voted for my husband. And so I go there, and again, there were two situations where the director of this conference could have told me that the time had changed, but she did not. She came and embraced me and hugged me and, and welcomed me. She said nothing about the time. And then afterwards, when she handed me the award on behalf of my husband, um, I asked her, may I speak now? And she said yes with a smile. She could have said something that I needed to speak less. She didn't say a word. And then kindly offered me the mic. So I presume now was the time for me to speak the 10 minutes that were allotted to my husband to express his, my gratitude for him and his gratitude for others. And of course, the whole while I'm holding this energy of I will be done. And I'm speaking and, and uh, then suddenly she comes up to me and tells me to stop speak, speaking. And I'm a little surprised because it takes a lot of effort to go to that zone where you are trying to speak from your heart and be in alignment with the universe. And um, she rudely took the mic from my hand and told me to get out. And on top of this, uh, and demanded that all my students who had come to honor our deal to, uh, to hold love for the, for the conference, she told them to leave the room as well. She literally kicked me and my students out and uh, told us to leave the building. And then a few hours later, uh, her staff packed up all our stuff for a paid booth that we had for the weekend and uh, uh, literally kicked our booth out, kicked us out of, the, out of representing ourselves in the conference as well. I was also scheduled to teach a meditation class uh, on that weekend as well. So it was, it, was, it was more than just me. The story is not just me. Uh, it it's, was my, my husband was being kicked out through me. Uh, I was being kicked out, my students, my teachers were kicked out, our center was being kicked out, all because in her mind I spoke a few minutes beyond what she wanted me to speak. I have to tell you that I'm listening to this, and I've seen the video clip, mm -hmm. right? Um, I don't know if it's, uh, it's, if it's in the public domain or not at this point, um, or on social media. I'm, I'm not sure what you did with it, but we'll talk about it. Um, it makes no sense to me. I mean, there isn't a single thing that I could think of when running a few minutes late or, 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 or not a few minutes late or schedule differences that an act like that would be taken. We're going to take a short break. When we come back. We're going to talk about the energy of that sophistry, but more importantly, you know, what is it that we can say about a situation like this and how we might improve it? And were you shocked that it happened with this group of people? Like I said before, you know, I, I mean, I grew up on the streets of New York. I mean, if you bump into somebody in the middle of, uh, Eight million people, you might get a comment made. 
but certain spaces we feel are sacred and we don't expect it. When we come back, we're going to hear from Savitri about what that space was and what happened and what the ripple effect is now. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be back. Remember the word respect. I want to follow where she goes. I think about her and she knows it. I want to let it take control. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Stephan each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Integrate spirituality into your everyday lives on Universe Soul Heart Radio. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Kathleen Johnson explores the concept of sensible spirituality, keeping you grounded, connected, and centered on the path to wholeness. Kathleen has dedicated her life to facilitating holistic healing and wholeness in others. Listen to Universe Soul Heart Radio and learn how to flourish, grow, and impact all we do on planet Earth. For more information, go to universesoulheart.net. Hi, this is Laura Richer, host of On The Verge Radio. Sometimes you hear encouraging messages like transform your life now, become empowered, create the life you crave, and it all seems overwhelming and you're not sure where to start. I'm here to tell you that self-improvement is not always fun and easy, but it is always worth it. The path to creating positive changes begins with releasing the things that have been holding you back. Then you can create a life that inspires you. I know this because I've done it. You can find out more about what I do by visiting my website, seattlehealinghypnosis.com. I look forward to supporting you on your journey. What is a brilliant culture and how do we create them? Why are they important? Claudette Rowley has created a breakthrough five-step process to help you align your culture with your business strategy for exceptional results. Looking for a culture that drives organizational excellence? Listen to Cultural Brilliance Radio, the second and fourth Friday of each month at 10 a.m. Pacific and 1 p.m. Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. To learn more or work with Claudette, visit culturalbrilliance.com. To find answers to life's questions, you need to look within yourself. Dr. Glenna Rice brings your questionable conversations on Transformation Talk Radio each month. Tune in each month for insight into how you can live up to your full potential. Dr. Glenna is a physical therapist, certified access consciousness, and access body class facilitator. How does it get any better than this? For more information on Dr. Glenna Rice and her work, visit GlennaRice.com. Are you ready to make deep, lasting, transformative changes? Then tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio for Susanna Jameson's hit show, Love Light Sound Radio. During her show, Susanna inspires and supports spiritually and health-conscious individuals all over the world to reconnect with their hearts, their inner peace, and balance. Love Light Sound Radio. Transformation happens here now. For more information, visit SusannaJameson.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Listen, respect, humility, and love. 
how we lost this in modern yoga. And my special guest today, featured guest today, Savitri is joining me here today. You know, uh, we, those of us that have made a decision to be public in the world, you know, we step out in the world every day um, and step out, you know, to meet with all of you and gather with all of you. And sometimes we take the stage and other times we accept awards and other times we're, uh, you know, in the in the chicken soup line, handing soup to people, whatever that is, you know, this is really a life's calling. Many of you do the same thing. You're out in the world. You have a passion. You have a purpose. You're doing your thing. That's what Savitri was doing. You know, she was out in the world. She was at a conference and a yoga conference, uh, asked to come there, asked to accept an award for a deal asked to do a meditation, asked to be part of a ceremony, invited, and then she wasn't. Today, we're going to explore why that is and what what we can do in the world today to make sure that we are bringing forth the right energy. One of the things, Savitri, I want to talk about right now is that, you know, part of what you're doing is you're creating, um, uh, let's just call it, a, a beautiful, beautiful field, whether it's going to be a meditation workshop, whether it's going to be creating a space for love, a space for prayer. But these are the things you're creating. These are the, the messages and the energy and the healing that you bring forth, at least what I've known of you since I've known you. Um, and you show up at an event, respecting everybody there, and what happens is, I can't explain it. I've watched the video. And for those of you that are wondering, I've just posted the video on Transformation Talk Radio on Facebook so you could see it. I've just shared the post. Um, take a look at this video and you can make your, your own decision. But let's talk about respect. Let's talk about what the meaning of respect is. But let's also talk about disrespect from your perspective each have an energy, don't they? Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, respect to me is love and oneness in action. We, and yoga is a, is a field that we go to when we have been disrespected by the ego world. So to, to be disrespected in a yoga conference goes against everything that is yoga. Yoga is a path through, through the asana, through the meditation, through the breath work, all the, all the facets of yoga are teaching you to cultivate self-respect and through self-respect go into a place of oneness or enlightenment and then you have realized everything and everyone, including the planet, is to be respected. When you disrespect something, you are automatically living from the ego, which does not acknowledge that there's a creator in everything. Mm. And she did not acknowledge I was holding respect for her, holding respect for everyone in the room, praying thy will be done, asking the creator to shine through my body and speak as needed. So she not only disrespected me as an individual, me as an elder, because in my culture, where I was brought up in India, uh, and even my, even when I, my mother, who was Italian, taught me to respect teachers, taught me to respect elders. This is not just an Indian philosophy. It was It was how the world worked at one yeah. time. Elders yeah. were respected. Yeah. Uh, teachers were respected. Um, people were respected. 
And for the yoga world to not honor this, that is what's happening in yoga. It's become too physical, too much of the physical exercise, and not enough of the inward connection, not enough of the of the, bringing the soul and the respected part of you into your body and into the world. Yeah, we both shared that. You know, I, I come from a family uh, of both uh, Latino descent and Italian descent, but the one thing that I will tell you that respect for the elders of all kinds, whether they were my yes. immediate family or not, you know, it's something we learned as children in a lot of different ways. Um, and so to have a disrespect action or disrespect come back at us, especially in sacred and safe space, safe. right? Safe. Because I want to talk with you about, yes, what happened to you, but the impact on the people there watching this. Can we talk about that for a minute? See, our actions have a ripple effect. They have a ripple effect. Our actions have a ripple effect. And we might think that you and I are having a disrespectful moment, let's just say, if we ever did. But around us, we are harming and affecting others. What was it like for the people watching this? What feedback have you gotten? Uh, we actually got, have gotten amazing feedback. In fact, it's given me so much hope for humanity. I would say over 99% of the people have recognized this as a, definitely a disrespectful situation. And um, this, they were in shock because I invited people to join me to leave. Uh, the conference and I realized at that moment we were all in shock and they just couldn't make that decision <laughs> but afterwards uh, when we got amazing feedback from people and so I feel this is an incredible time for people who have been abused who've been put in states of shock to wake up and start speaking up because you see too often we wake up and speak up after we've been disrespected so badly that it's hard to even recover from it uh, I felt that the situation was a situation, if I don't nip it in the bud now, would turn into something so much worse. And it was like a calling, you have to let this person know she cannot abuse the word yoga. In a yoga conference where she's ahead of it and treat teachers and someone, a wife of someone who's being honored uh, in yoga, that, that is just not done in yoga. Not done in yoga and generally not done. Anywhere. Yes, Anywhere. absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but, but it's like we say, we don't expect it from our, our community, no. our tribe, our family. And importantly, what, what, what most consider sacred space. Exactly. What sense do you make out of it, Savitri? Is there any sense to make out of it? I feel this is an incredible time in history where everything we've hidden, suppressed, is coming to the surface yes. in all, all facets of our culture, uh, from political to Me Too, the Me Too project. Um, I was sexually abused as a child, and I kept quiet. Yep. And then I got abused in other ways, and I kept quiet. Yep. And I turned to yoga and meditation to find my inner voice, to find my inner strength, to finally feel safe again. And then I come to this conference, which is a yoga conference, and are put in a situation of not feeling safe again. And that was what was 
actually shocking. And I feel I have to hold the truth of yoga because I know the, tr the truth. What is yoga? Just oneness. Yoga is, a, is just calling us to recognize that we are all coming from the same source of energy. We, we may have different bodies, but we're all from the same source, all with the same mission to love and be loved. And that's what respect is, to, to recognize the light in everyone and to shine together and to weave together a beautiful story of love and oneness. And without respect, it, it literally slaps the creator right in the face. I think that sometimes things happen. Someone said to me the other day, Savitri, they said, you know, sometimes not so good things happen to good people. And they asked me why that is. And, I, you know, I had a moment where I, I thought to myself, my mom used to say to me, you're going to get some knocks in life. And Pat, you're going to get them because there's something for you to do about them. You're going to get some things happen to you because one, you got the, she didn't use this term, but she meant bandwidth to handle it. But the other reason you're going to get it is because you're going to be asked to do something about it. So I was homeless at 17. Mm -hmm. I had a mom that committed suicide when I was six. And what have I done about it? I got sick when I was in 2004, six months, very, very sick. What is there to do about this, Sophitry? Because there is an action. And I know you're taking action by being on the show, but there's another energy that I think perhaps you specifically are being asked to bring forth. Well, honestly, I feel this is my time to shine. I have been a shy person. I have held myself back. And when you have been abused in different ways in your life, and uh, you tend to do that, you tend to hold back. And I was, even when Adil told me to go on, on stage and receive his award, my, immediately my shy part went, no, I don't want to do that. So then I prayed, no, this vessel belongs to the creator, to light and love. Let, the, the, let my voice be heard. Let the voice of truth be heard. And so it is beautiful unfoldment for me to take the next step because I've prayed for a world where we can all live in love. And the meditation I was guided was to focus on the heart chakra where our love resides, uh, to shine that love. And so I actually have a, a mission and a purpose to create a heartful world. In fact, I have a website called heartfulworld.com that's spelled with two L's for, for full because I feel our heart is full with everything we need to create that beautiful world that our heart's dreams are yearning for. And together we can do this. Together respecting each other, which is expressing our love, expressing the truth that shines within. Together we can and will create a heartful world. I wanna talk with you about forgiveness when we come back. Um, you know, people have asked me time and time again, you know, what were some of the greatest challenges of my life? You know, have there been people that have harmed you? And you and I share a, a, a very similar early childhood experiences, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, but what is it about us as, as, as 
Kelly Clarkson would say, if it don't kill us, it's going to make us stronger. When we come back, we're going to be talking about, well, we are still alive, and now it's time to shine. Savitri's in the house. We'll be right back. This is Debbie Pokornik with a break-free parenting tip. Parenting will always be a bit of a mystery. Who knows why some parenting ideas work and others do not? Or why some kids seem to succeed despite family setbacks, while others have so much given to them and yet fail to thrive? The one thing we do know is that once you have a child, you'll never be quite the same again. Awe-inspiring emotions like overwhelming love, extreme guilt, intense frustration, and incredible joy make this job second to none. Breaking free of parenting pressures means recognizing the pieces that make us unique, the pieces that we carry with us from the past, and the pieces that are influenced by the society we live in. When we can pick and choose which pieces we want to keep around and change the others to align with our inner wisdom, we will feel more self-assured in our role as a parent. For information and to work with Debbie, visit EmpoweringNRG.com. Choose the new earth on the Cornelia Stephanie show. Tune in each week on Transformation Talk Radio as Cornelia takes listeners on an odyssey of higher consciousness to inspire, educate, and empower. Cornelia guides people on the path of self-healing, peace, and liberation. The Cornelia Stephanie Show is your catalyst for anchoring heaven on earth on a global scale. For more information, go to CorneliaStephanie.com. Tune in to the Psychic Professors Show, the Voices of Spirit Radio, with international medium and spirit artist Dr. Susan Barnes on Transformation Talk Radio. Featuring a variety of spiritual topics such as psychic art, spiritualism, EVP, psychic development, and mediumship. This hit call-in show provides listeners with breakthrough wisdom to enliven and enlighten their lives. Visit spiritartgallery.net. Tune in each Friday, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. Tune in to Synergenetic Living Radio, where Rick and Grace Paris discuss the synergenetic way of life, what it means to truly change your perspective in life, what it means to take control of your life and manifest your true desires. For more information on Rick and Grace Paris and Synergenetic Living, check out SynergeneticLiving.com. Get clear on the life you desire and the current life you are creating and what is between the two. Synergenetic Living, living life loud. Your happiness is your choice on Natural Peace Radio. Follow Sarah Van Ryswick as she addresses the power of emotions. Each month, Sarah covers different topics as she helps listeners activate their energetic spark and create powerful energy and amazing opportunities. Manifest your desires with Natural Peace Radio. For more information on Sarah and her work, visit naturalpeaceliving.com. Yeah, boy, that kind of sums it up. <laughs> hey, everybody, we're talking about respect and humility. And I was telling Savitri that when I was in my doctoral program, because I had had a number of things happen to me 
in my work life, my career, uh, being downsized after 24 and a half years, six months away from a pension, uh, watching a company lie to employees and literally trying to snatch 29 years and 11 months of service from other people. I went on to study the consequences of broken promises and also out of that respect uh, and integrity. Today, Savitri is joining us because she's sharing a real life example of what it feels like, what it looks like, what it tastes like, what it smells like to be part of broken promises, to be part of disrespect, and what to do about it. See, one of the things we have sometimes in our spiritual community is that we sit back on the sidelines. And both Savitri and I are injured. Well, I, we're kind of shy people. Uh, you know, radio, I never thought I'd do video. But in today's world, we have to come out. Savitri, before we talk about, you know, the the role of elders in our society. I would love for you to share how you're coming out, the work that you're now doing, the work that you will be doing, and how people can find out more about that. Well, I teach what is known as heartful meditation. And it came to me when I was 25, when I had a lot of hate and anger in me uh, to the universe and to certain people because my parents died in a plane crash in India at 17, and the corporation that had caused the problem uh, has not been accountable for uh, the part that caused the crash. And then my sister was murdered a few years later, and the people who were involved in her murder never went to jail. And so my body was falling apart with, with a lot of hate and anger, so I needed some solution. I needed to see the bigger story. And through the healing of meditation and, and yoga, I began to discover that inside me is, is the love and the respect and the perspectives needed to heal these stories. And I received the answers I needed. I received the physical, emotional, and mental uh, energy that I needed. And that gave me the confidence to get less shy, to start sharing and teaching what uh, was coming to me. Um, I'm actually doing a workshop this weekend, which is my introduction workshop to, to the, the blessings that help me to heal. Uh, uh, it's called Journey to Love. It's this mm -hmm. weekend, uh, 10th and 11th. And I've actually brought the price down dramatically because I would love to see more people uh, here to, to claim love, to claim respect, self-respect and respect for others, to claim loving oneself and loving others, and truly weaving together a heartful world where we can all feel safe to shine, not have a mic taken from us when we're shining. We mm -hmm. must feel safe to be able to shine. And we also, you can go on Heartful World on Facebook, and the video is there as well, as, as well as some other uh, mm -hmm. feedback. So please, let's not let this, someone could say, well, this is such a small situation. Why, why make a big deal about it? Because I have learned through all these dramatic stories that have happened in my life, from sexual abuse to the murder of my sister, uh, to the uh, airplane crash where it was a 747, everybody died and no one got compensated. I learned, don't wait for big situations. When you see disrespect in your daily life from corporations, from individuals, uh, whether you treat someone with disrespect, stop and ask yourself, how can I turn this around to love and light? How can I respect myself? How can I respect others? 
And that is how we can, when we learn from small stories, that we'll never have big, big shocking situations happen in our humanity. I think there's a giant misconception I want to talk about here regarding this. Two things. One, the comment that this is not a big thing. That's number one. We're going to talk about that for a minute. And, and then the next comment is a complete misconception we have about humility. Mm-hmm. See, somewhere along the way, somebody somehow talked about humility being that we become a doormat. And I will tell you, there isn't a program out there that says that we are to become a doormat in the world. No, we are to become a door opening in the world. That's what it is. And I I think that today I want to congratulate you, congratulate Deal, but I also want to honor you for speaking because somewhere along the line, we somehow equated silence with humility. Tell me a little bit about how that is so not the truth. (laughs) That's what I was struggling with. Thank you for bringing that up. That's what I was struggling with my whole life. And especially in India where humility is a big deal. Uh, and humility is, is actually taught to be basically suppress, don't speak up, uh, be a doormat, and uh, you know just everything will work itself out. But at some point, how can it work itself out if we don't teach each other, if we don't point to each other and say, no, that's not right. I know there's light in you, but this was not the light part of you. And therefore, you need to make some change. We'll do it together. I mean, I have we been patiently waiting for a proper apology from this person and nothing, nothing from her, her family, nothing. Uh, she's actually requesting that I take the video down. Why? It's free speech. I have a right to express the truth. I have not put an opinion. I've left it up to the people to, to see this and tell me what they think. And I was struggling with that. I felt at that moment after I left the room, I was struggling, well, maybe I should just let this go. And then I felt the part of me, which it was the humble part, the part that says, no, I am the creator and I want my creation to go back in balance. And I could feel this, feel this strength in me that says, we must share this, this situation. We must reveal the truth before lies and gossip take over. And so it took, true humility is true power. True humility is true love. And it's really, I'm loving her. I'm loving the community to say, wake up, reassess what true yoga is, reassess what true respect and love is, and reassess can we come together and create the world we've all been praying for. We are meant to be the answer to our prayers. We have to stop turning up to the heavens and stop turning to other other gods and goddesses. We need to be the gods and goddesses in the physical form, being accountable for every thought, every feeling, and every action that takes us away from ourselves or takes us towards ourselves. You know, one of the things I think it's we're getting clearer and clearer on is um, this poised, beautiful, empowered speaking. Now, what was it? The Dalai Lama? Back Dalai Lama a bunch of years ago came to Seattle, came to United States, and he said that women here would become the leadership. 
we will be leading this change. And I think most of us, maybe we didn't do it openly, Savitri, but most of us kind of rolled our eyes a little bit, like, really, in our lifetime? Because um, we couldn't see how. Mm-hmm. And what we're seeing is a, just absolute atrocities in the treatment of women in this country. Now, mind you, this has been going on in other countries for a really long time. But over here, we have been living an illusion. And so thank you, Hollywood. Thank you, Hollywood, mm-hmm. for saying, oopsie. Because now the ripple effect is more and more of us are stopping and we're saying, oh, no, I cannot let that go by just like you. You couldn't let it go by. And I want to ask you this next question. What does it take to stand in our power respectfully? To cultivate a connection with your inner beauty. To discover all the beautiful qualities that you are. uh, To discover the soul that you are. To discover the light that you are. And to not allow your ego that feels separate and lonely and lost to control your story. See, the Hollywood has taught us that we are beautiful from outside. They have not reminded us that there's an inner beauty. And that's what the path of yoga or meditation or prayer or even religion is is trying to remind us of the inner beauty. And it's that inner beauty that we must cultivate through focus, whether it be through meditation or through reading or through connecting with nature. And then when that inner beauty flows, then we will have this, this very strength and power and love of the creator that created us. It is going beyond our ego that is required to empower us as women. We, we have the ability to love and shine because of our natural n- n- way of just, of just nurturing. It just comes naturally to us. And so that's why the woman will wake up and heal the world because she understands that she is part of the creative force. Her body creates children, her body nurtures children, and what are children? The next generation. So it's a natural energy that's already in us, and we need to hold on to it, shine it, share it, come together with it, and heal each other's wounds with the power of the feminine. Mm. And I talked about this in, in, in my video. I talked about the power of the feminine needs to come into yoga as well because yoga is mainly taught in India by the masculine energy. And the feminine energy is not really cultivated properly in India. So as, a, as an Indian, I was born there. My father was Indian. I feel I'm claiming my Indian culture uh, to say, no, the women in India are not going to sit back and, uh, and be considered second-class citizens. It's our time to shine. And as an Italian-American from my mother, I'm saying the same thing. I was brought up to respect. I was brought up to, to, um, to love people. And, and now this is my time to love myself because everybody is me. I'm not going to let this slide anymore. It is time to shine. And, you know, we're going to skip the break, Benny, uh, if we could, because I, I want to really bring this full circle. Um, you know, part of, of our journey is for whatever reason, you know, you and I have really been able to look at this one particular area in our lives that is calling us to an action. You know, in my case, uh, I went back to school and I studied, I researched, I wrote white papers on 
you know, what does it mean to break commitments and promises to people and how does it show up? And I asked one question that everybody, my committee chair, uh, all these people, they were shocked at the answer. As a matter of fact, uh, they had me study it again in my postdoctoral. Now, mind you, this research has won awards. Kind of like, kind of like a deal, right? But here's what I asked, one of the questions. I asked the question, what do you believe people, managers, your company, others, period, are obligated to provide you with? And there was a list, money, benefits, you, you name it, all, all, everything. 98% of hundreds and hundreds of people, 98% picked respect as number one. That's how important this act is. 98% all across the country, international, 98. What is it going to take for us to really understand that? Because that's how key this is to how we view each other, Savitri. Well, respect is, is listening, and respecting is being able to speak. It's communication. And when your ability to communicate is, is stopped, um, that is stopping who you are. It's stopping the life-giving presence that is flowing through you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I want to ask you, there is a body of students, yoga students, right? Mm -hmm. You all... You're cultivating these students every day. This is your life's work. This is what a deal does. You're teaching meditation at a very deep healing level. What can the students of yoga, what can they do? What can they know from this for them to make a difference in the world? Well, students of yoga really need to take cultivate all the petals of yoga. It is more than just the exercise, the asana part. And that is how yoga came to the West, was just the physical aspect. And I did that for a while, but it did not reach the wounds that I was carrying. It was going into my heart, connecting with my soul, connecting with beautiful feelings, connecting with the power of, of the creator that breathes through my breath. That's what true yoga is about, going beyond the mind, into the heart, into the spirit. And that is the yoga my husband and I are trying to bring back to this country. And, uh, and it's time that that yoga is lived. Because any, when you live that yoga, you cannot disrespect anything or anyone. And our earth needs that type of respect. I feel the way we have treated our planet reveals the way we treat ourselves. We, when we think a negative thought, we, we then act, we have negative feelings and we act from a negative place. It not only hurts ourselves, but it hurts others and it hurts the planet. So our disrespect has caused us to actually kill the very planet that feeds us, nurtures us, and gives us everything that we hold so dear, stuff. And it's time to respect every single part of our story, from the light that breathes through us, to our physical forms, to our minds, to our, 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 our relationships, and to this beautiful planet. Let's talk for a little bit. I know we've got a few minutes left. Let's talk a little bit about 
how we can create a collective energy so that we can create a positive shift, a positive ripple effect. Because I am one of the believers that, you know, even some of the most horrific things in life will call us to action and we can create an energy that transcends those acts. And I know that sounds a little bit harsh, but I think you and I both know that love is a universal energy. And we cannot hold in our hearts the fear, the anger, the resentment. Isn't this an important message too that you're bringing forth? Well, this is my purpose why I'm here. And I look at my whole life of every so-called bad event that's happened. It really has been calling for one thing, for me to respect myself and for me to respect others. And I grew up respecting others, so that was easier for me. But respecting myself is something I didn't understand. And so when you've been abused physically, emotionally, sexually, you must speak up because that is self-respect. And so I realized this was an underlining problem for me, for all women, and for humanity itself. We must speak up when a disrespect action has been uh, we has come to us or comes from us to others. So for those of you who have been abused in some way, please speak up and and demand no more. And if you've abused anyone, please speak up and apologize. Humility is I admit I've done something wrong. And that's Mm -hmm. such a profound healing for everybody. We must all make it safe to communicate, to apologize and to help each other out to go, oh, I made a mistake or you should not have made this mistake, that you should not have treated this, me this way, and it's time for us to honor each other and care for each other. Well, I want to make sure folks to have a couple of bits of information, if we could. One is, for those of you that want to find out more about uh, Alive and Shine Center, just go there, aliveandshinecenter.com. For more about Heartful Life, they can go to heartful.life. Uh, as one of the places they could go? And how can they find out about your upcoming event? Because people, you're now accepting uh, uh, folks to register for the event. Tell us again about this event that you've created um, amazingly and how they can register for it, where it is, all of the above. Yes, it's it's at our center, aliveandshinecenter.com. And it's called Journey to Love. And I teach this workshop a couple of times a year. And um, it's all about truly entering the heart chakra and going to the place of self-respect and from that self-respect, shining it into the world. I've purposely made the workshop much less than I taught before because I want to get as many people there so we can come together from our hearts and shine. And they're beautiful techniques that healed me from some very devastating, disrespectful situations in my life. And uh, if we can come together and learn these techniques, pray together, meditate together, I will definitely make the theme of this workshop respect and how to access it and how to, to bring that respect in our daily lives and heal our beautiful planet from the immense disrespect that we have um, placed upon it. Mm. Wow. So again, this weekend. Yeah, totally beautiful. Give us the dates for these again. Um, so that folks it's know it's both Saturday and 10th Sunday. And 11, yeah, 10th yep, and 11th. Saturday and Sunday. March. Yep. And then it's uh, to, uh, starts at 2, and it's yep. Journey to Love. It's an introduction to, to, yep, heartful to meditation. Yes. Yep. 
Um, and the location is Live and Charge Center, right? Yes, uh, in, in Bellevue, Washington. Yep. And for those of you, if you go to aliveandshinecenter.com, uh, you'll see under workshops, it's all laid out right here. You'll see there's a description about it, uh, as well as how to sign up and register for it. Um, Savitri, thank you for today. I know we've talked about thank a lot. You. Thank you. Um, I know your work and your love and your message and your spirit, you know, continues to shine. I'd like to ask you your vision um, in these last couple of minutes. I know you see a vision for yourself, for the world. What's your vision for what you want to bring forth from yourself as a result of this event? And what would be the call to action to the people watching and listening today? You know, my vision is for that child part in us that came into this world with this incredible innocence wanting to feel safe, wanting to feel loved, wanting to just enjoy the gift of life, uh, wanting to enjoy this beautiful planet. And then the mind kicks in and says, no, this is the real world. The real world is hate and anger and fear and worry and, and disrespect. I want to claim back that, that, that innocence is really our soul, saying I've come to enjoy the beautiful creation of earth and the beautiful creation of every beautiful body, no matter what their color is or shape or size is, everybody I've come here to enjoy and to love and shine with. And it starts truly from the inner beauty and coming outwards. And what I teach is how to access that inner beauty and to bring it into every cell and then to shine it into every heart, into every thought, into every feeling, into every story of your life. And that is my vision, to teach that, to shine that, and to get us back on track that the real world is love and light. The real world is loving each other and respecting each other and enjoying life to the fullest at every moment. Mm. Well, I want to thank you for today because I think that folks may or may not know that sometimes it does take courage to speak out. And I, we're seeing it. And you do it in such a beautiful and loving and caring and respectful way. So I want to thank you for that. One last question, personal message, Savitri, what do you want to leave us with today? Please don't be afraid to love. Every situation is really just asking us to love. And love is not being wishy-washy or meek or, or withdrawing. Love is standing up for truth, standing up for more love to come out, standing up for for communication, standing up for being able to shine. It's just love is being who you are. Mm. And I will, I'm, I'll be grateful to teach you who you are. I'll be grateful to remind you who you are. But please have the courage to love and please have the courage to be loved. Mm. Wow. Savitri, everyone, thank you so much for all that you're doing. Really appreciate thank you. you. I want so to thank much. all of you. Um, and again, we've posted the video that we are referencing right there on Transformation Talk Radio's Facebook page. Uh, so please take a look for yourself and you'll come to your own conclusions. Thank you all. Stay tuned for another hour on Transformation Talk Radio.
preceding audio was via a Skype call.